And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we're back, back for a special edition of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Andrew Morgans to talk to you all about Amazon Prime Day. The biggest days of the year of Amazon. So I think most of you listening will probably recognize the voice that's sitting on the other seat and welcome to all the people that are here on the live stream. I thought, why not do a special episode about what it's like to work at an Amazon brand company during prime week, prime day, whatever you want to call it. So Andrew, what's up, man? What's up, guys? Uh, I'm excited to talk about this topic. I don't always get to talk Amazon details now, hosting more. Um you know, trying to bring in some guests that really can add a lot of value around areas I haven't covered. So I think today will be fun. We've talked about Prime Day before. It's good to be back. Yeah. And for those of you that if you're not familiar, you know, Andrew hosts a weekly show on Startup Hustle, all about Amazon related stuff. You can really get a lot of great information. So, you know, I, I feel like everyone knows what Prime Day is, but we should probably just start with that anyway. Well, Okay, so Prime Day uh, is a holiday made up by Amazon years ago uh, in the slowest part of the year, July, typically. And uh, it's just a slow sales season. And so it's a way to create some hype, um, you know, and kind of get brands active and thinking about their products and, and their ways to execute on Amazon, not just in the fourth quarter, but in the middle of the year. So that being said, think of Prime Day as now a multiple day event. It used to be one day. Now it's actually two because last year we broke the internet with it. Uh, but it's a two-day event. Think of it like a Black Friday or a Cyber, more, more like a Cyber Monday, really, specific to Amazon. So all the other websites aren't sending you emails from their email list, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. This is an Amazon thing. Um, and people, people wait to spend money uh, on, on Prime Day and find some deals. Yeah, I know that my wife, Jill, was sending me links to deals and stuff like that. And, you know, for me, Prime Day kind of came and went. I didn't really think too much about it because I don't know, man. For me, Andrew, every day is Prime Day. But uh, so it, you run, you're the CEO and founder of Marknology. Go to marknology.com, link in the show notes. Now, with that, you guys help people sell stuff on Amazon. How, how do you approach Prime Day? when it comes to your clients and the people you're working with? Well, I can tell you that I probably canceled and this is going to make me look bad, but I probably canceled or rescheduled about five or six calls over the last couple of days with just clients, regular update calls that I said, Hey, I need, you know, I need my calendar to be able to put out some fires or uh, be able to answer questions that might come in during the day. If you've done your job right as a brand or as an agency owner that helps brands, it's we're getting stuff ready ahead of time. Okay, so we're actually getting stuff ready with the weeks before Prime Day. Um, but there are last minute things that that can go wrong questions, people running out of inventory or not seeing something. Um, 
you know, on Amazon, if they thought they would people hitting records, PRs, you know, wanting to double check the simple things like wanting to double check that information. Hey, is this, am I seeing, you know, are we really getting sales like this? Uh, to, hey, that my deal's not running. I, you know, we, we plan for a big lightning deal, as they call it on Amazon, or a big promotion. It's like a four-hour flash sale. Uh, and it's a way to get momentum on your products. So this is a big day, not just for top-line sales, but for what you know, people in the industry are, are all trying to get, which is sales velocity, sales momentum on your products on Amazon. Prime Day is a great day to do that. Is Amazon still throttling how much stuff people can send in? Yeah. Like that was, I know that earlier they were, they are, they are, there are some exemption type programs. You know, if you have an account manager or you have a, uh, you're a big enough account that you might be able to get some exemptions for certain products, but it's a skew by skew basis. It's, it's hard to get. Um, if you don't have really high IPI scores or what they call an IPI means inventory performance index measure, but it's a simply a score on your shipping. Uh, from having excess products in stock or products out of stock. If you're running a really, really clean or a really high score, you don't have any limits. If you are anything above excellent or anything below excellent, I'm sorry, uh, you're, you're, you're limiting, you're getting throttled what you're able to send into Amazon. So did you have, did you have people that you work with that that was an actual issue for them that just like they can only get so much inventory in and how, and how did they, I mean, do you just have to accept that for what it is? Or I mean, is that it's stressful for them? Honestly, it's really stressful. And, you know, uh, if you have an agency with 50 brands, you've got 50 personalities and 50 different levels of tolerance. And, um, you know, some people are very confident with their ability to ship themselves or what we call FBM in the space fulfilled by merchant. Um, so if they have that set up, they're less stressed. They're like, okay, we can handle this. And, um, but yeah, that's been a big, big issue for us. And even on, think about it for like Q4 is coming up. Prime Day should have been in July. It's in October. Uh, and you're trying to stock up not only for these deals and these days like Prime Day, but you're trying to stock up for Q4 as well. You want to be able to sell through your products. Um, and Amazon's like, uh, you wanted to send three case packs. We're going to let you send one, deal with it. Or you're trying to launch a new product and they're saying, eh, we're not taking anything right now. Figure out how to ship this yourself. Um, for some of these brands that have relied on FBA for years, this is a wake-up call. So at Marknology, and once again, go to marknology.com, learn more about what Andrew does. They do some cool stuff. Let's talk about what you have to do to prepare to get through that. And and by the way, for those of you that read the title, Andrew did survive Prime Day. Last year was a lot. Was, more was that a was that a spoiler? Was that a spoiler? Am I not supposed to do that? I didn't want people to have to wait like the whole episode to learn that you did in fact survive, or was that kind of just understated at the beginning when you were actually here with me recording? Well, we didn't crash and burn, so we're here. That's good. Congratulations. But appreciate that. The, the approach the approach pattern to that. So back to that, you know, what is that what does that look like? And and feel free to to tell those of us that might not understand what a company like yours does, like some of the things and what it takes to prepare for something with surge traffic like this. Well, a lot of my work uh as the founder here and kind of the leader of strategy and uh is to stay educated. So stuff changes every day, every week, every month, every year. That's why building a team was so important because how am I going to stay up on everything? 
but staying up on the latest trends like we didn't even have a date for prime day till late in the year uh they just kept moving the the date back and back and back because of everything going on in the country um we finally get a date uh how do we prep for it is this going to affect our other deals in november and december like you know uh, amazon has all types of rules around marketing and promotions like uh, you can't run this special like a black friday special if it's not the lowest price by 15 percent in the last 30 days okay that might seem simple but if you run a prime day deal it's within that same window of a promotion you run a prime day deal it's now set off your black friday and cyber monday deals when that was never an issue before when it was in july so understanding when they release the dates should i tell the person to go for the prime day deal or the black friday deal if they're gonna have issues between them you don't want to discount your product 35 percent or 40 percent um so making sure these deals don't piggyback on each other trying to give them advice for how much to stock um and being able to accurately you know look at their numbers and give them projections based on what you think might happen uh during a pandemic year you know so you talk about what do you need to know as an owner? Um, I want to know everyone's business uh, so I can give them the best advice possible. I also want to know what Amazon's recommending. So as a team, we sit in lots of webinars, lots of training with Amazon. Um, we're an Amazon agency partner. So they send us about four to six mandatory trainings a month, actually, uh, that me or someone from my team is sitting in on record, just getting educated, understanding what they're recommending for brands, um, how we can take part in betas. Uh, it's a lot, a lot of prep work to get to, to prime day. Um, honestly, Q4 in general. Yeah. It seems like, I mean, obviously the, uh, if you're super prepared, things like this should go smoothly and you get through that. Now we both ha have kind of an interesting smile on our face right now, which by the way, if you join, uh, the startup hustle, Facebook chat or our page or YouTube, you can start see, you can see us recording more of these episodes live. You can confirm that I do in fact have a face made for radio um, and someone who's great at stating the obvious because if things go well, then, oh, and, and, and we're back to selfies in the studio, man. I almost I'm had letting a glimpse. Them know. I'm letting it, them know we're live. I had, I had a glimpse of what it was like a year ago. So now, you know, that the smirk on the face of, of a couple entrepreneurs is that, you know, nothing ever really goes according to plan. So what are what are for whether it's, you know, I'm not and I don't want to say this as if, you know, your things are going poorly, but, you know, what kind of shock, terror and disappointment can occur or like what what are the what are the big things that will make you not feel like you survived prime day opportunity cost is a huge one um you know uh not having product in stock or not taking advantage of of the day to to increase sales you know um hit those new records uh i wasn't expecting much this year i'll be honest um the prep work was still there. I just wasn't expecting much because when Amazon's not pushing dates up until October and then they finally release the dates, it's not a lot of hype, you know? So uh, the sellers for months since July, honestly, we've been wins prime day, wins prime day, wins prime day. Um, so just, there's not going to be as much awareness as there has been in the past, but honestly it might've, might've meant for a more successful prime day for a lot of sellers because last year prime day literally broke the internet. Um, 
Amazon was down. And so they extended it a couple more days, but it was three or four days of just chaos and people couldn't buy products. Um, you know, there's reports of people's FBA shipment times being like weeks out again, kind of like when the pandemic first hit this year and FBA was just really delayed, uh, because they were only essentially no pun intended shipping essential products. And, um, so now FBM now gets a, gets a look, uh, as something that might be better than prime during Q4 because of what's happened on prime day. And, and what I'm talking about is you can ship two ways on Amazon. You can have the products and ship them yourself to customers, or you can ship product into Amazon's fulfillment centers and have Amazon ship the product. And that's what we all know is Prime. Um, Prime right now is not a two-day turnaround it's, or a one-day or same day in, in some of the bigger cities. It's, uh, it, it, for a lot of sellers, it looks days, weeks out. Um, and so those self-fulfilled or those uh, the brands shipping the products themselves or using a 3PL are getting a lot faster ship times, a lot higher conversion rates, getting the buy box, if you know what that means on Amazon. And um, so these are all things that if they're not set up for it, if they don't know about it, if they're not ready to pivot, if they don't have, you know, have seen this before to expect this um, can make Prime Day feel like a disaster for some brands. So one of the things you you talk about the the change in shipping or something like that uh how how is this uh, so I went to go buy I wanted to buy a mouse just not like the animal you know for my computer and uh I can't get anything shipped to me until Wednesday and today is Thursday. So that clearly affects just it wasn't a prime day special. Of course I decided I needed it the day after prime day or maybe I didn't no I guess that was today. So, you know, does that, does that same ripple effect occur? Like, does that, does this slow down non-prime day deals or does everything else still kind of keep going as usual? So I've been told, uh, and I hope I don't get in trouble for this. I don't assume I will, but I've been told by Amazon, um, corporate from various different levels that, uh, their infrastructure in regards to logistics is at a three time, the busiest season they've ever had. So on a regular Tuesday, not a prime day. Uh, that's what I've been getting getting fed and told. Uh, so brands are experiencing trucks that were supposed to arrive on Monday, not arriving till the following Monday. And um, it's been kind of chaos for, for months, I'll be honest, uh, in regards to Amazon's logistics, keeping up with the volume of orders that's happening online this year. Um, so it's affecting all, and, and you know, all the stuff with the USPS and everything else going on with logistic companies. I know Amazon's had some issues with their, uh, their partnered carriers and I won't name any, but, uh, so Amazon's handling all the shipping themselves while they deal with these contracts with their partner carriers like UPS and FedEx and all the, all the major carriers in the U S. Um, so yeah, it's affecting everything. I mean, everything this year up till now, uh, it's just creating a bigger and bigger bottleneck at Amazon. That's their number one problem is their ability to handle the level of sales coming in. So being able to handle your own products right now, keep them available today, tomorrow, don't run out. Um, being able to use a different shipping carrier than, than Amazon's uh, is, is a benefit. It's a strong benefit for sellers. So we got a question that has come in from the live stream. It's more of a comment. It's from the young entrepreneur via YouTube live and saying prime day was pretty bad. Now you're nodding your head too. Was it bad? I mean, was this, was this bad compared to prior years? Uh, it depends on perspective. Uh, 
stuff didn't break from my clients. Uh, so not having to answer, you know, 500 emails that day about Prime Day breaking and when it was going to be back was nice. So for me, it wasn't that bad. I kind of enjoyed that. Uh, not going to lie. But uh, was it as big? Um, I have one seller that hit his best day ever, and uh, we've been working together seven years. So I would say that it's better than the last Prime Day in his in his perspective. Um, now, there's yeah, according, according to CNN, they had the big the biggest Prime Day ever, but they're not hyping it. Yeah, it's because we're already every day is a record day uh, this year in the pandemic. Uh, <laughs> we're just absolutely crushing e-commerce sales, and so I think that we're just naturally getting deeper into Q4, which is going to be off the charts this year as far as records go, and. Um, everything's going to be better than the last year simply because of the, the amount of, you know, retail sales that's happening now online because of our situation. Now, remind me, you said last year it was in June or July. July. It's always in July. So they, so they, so they, except for this year. Okay. So did they move it this year just because they knew they weren't going to be able to deliver things or that it would put too much stress on all of it? I 100% believe yes. Yeah, if you had asked me when Prime Day was, I would have said it's on Prime Day. I mean, that would have been my And you would have been marketed so much that you wouldn't have missed it. Because, I mean, they're all over football. They're over every... I mean, maybe not football because it starts later in the year. But they're everywhere when Prime Day is about to happen. Uh, And this year kind of just came and sneaked in there. Okay, so let's say that now... So just as a recap, last year, I bet that was a goat rodeo when it came to... When it breaks... Because, you know, you know, at full scale, and if you want to check, learn more about what I do, go to fullscale.io. We help people build teams of software experts. And, you know, anytime something breaks, shit flies in every direction. And let's, let's go back. So last year, you may not have felt like you survived Prime Day. Yeah, I didn't. So, so, let, so let, let's 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 relive that for a second, because if we're going to survive this year, we should probably preface why you why you feel like you survived, because last year was off the charts, like to get, give a little insight into the day of an entrepreneur when Amazon breaks on Prime Day. Well, this year has been tough, uh, but it's been great for e-commerce. So it's been tough in that I don't always know what to expect and I don't know the advice to give always at the, in the moment and uh, haven't felt as confident this year in some ways because it's a pandemic year and we're all adjusting. Uh, but, you know, it's been smoother in a lot of ways because sales are up everywhere. Uh, you know, last year um, we're going into Prime Day and I don't know what's happening. I've never seen Amazon break before. Uh, you know, it's kind of the same situation, but every brand is wondering if it's just them or if it's everywhere. So before it hits main mainline news, you know, brands are hitting me up. What's going on? What's going on? I'm trying to get answers, uh, from an advertising perspective, we have advertising campaigns running everywhere for all these brands. Uh, are they still running when the internet's broken? No one can check out. Am I still like, you know, are these brands still paying a crap load of money, uh, in the moment? And Amazon's just taking their money and it's going to break and they're going to say, sorry, you know, or do I need to advise them to pause them, shut them down? Let's wait till you can actually check out on Amazon. Uh, that there is some of that going on. Uh, there's, there's other things too, just like, 
the influx of questions when you're seeing sales, even if it's going great, uh, what's going on with sales? How are we doing? How's our budget doing? Do we need to add to the budget? It's a high level of uh, inquiries and, you know, support questions. Um, so it was, you know, it was feeling helpless and not knowing what was going on uh, and things just being horrible, <laughs> honestly, for every brand. There was no brands winning, in my opinion. But, you know, for the young entrepreneur that's chiming in, it's we're comparing a prime day in October to a prime day in July. What, you know, what were expectations and what were perspectives? It's, it's hard to compare something at two different times a year, one in, uh, you know, one in Q4. And uh, and compare them the same. So according to the internet, last year's Prime Day sales volume was just under seven billion dollars in a day. Does that sound right? Mm-hmm. What? That's crazy, man. I know. I know. Like, and they made that holiday up. Yeah. Well, we're from Kansas City, where big corporations get to make up holidays, like Hallmark. Fair. We made up most of the holidays that we celebrate. So Hallmark's from here, here uh, from Kansas City. And, you know, it's pretty, pretty known that they were the greeting card industry was, I don't know, man, every day is a something day now, you know, yeah. like, and I, and if it wasn't for Facebook, I wouldn't know about any of them. Cause I see someone that's like, it was, it was Sunday, like S-O-N, not Sunday. And I was, you know, like, what are you doing with your son? I'm like, I'm explaining to him how many useless holidays we have. It's so Wednesday. that's what I'll be doing. I, yeah, I'm going to be doing that on daughter day and son Sunday. But no, I mean, a lot of that stuff is, it's, is a product of marketing. And it, hey, if it's effective and it's harmless, then, uh, you know, you can't really talk too much about it. Okay, so let's say that, I'm ready to sell something and I just missed prime day. What do I need? What needs to occur to dig? What do I need to do to get my shit together to be ready for, for next year? And are they still planning on doing it in July? Yeah, I think they'll go back to July. And the reason they're doing that is it's a slow season. So they're giving brands something to kind of create some hype around and the brands are appreciative. Like people might think, Oh, this is Amazon. We're just talking about Amazon, but we're also talking about the 50 brands I'm talking about that are selling on Amazon. These are 50 brands that are down the street from you in your local market. Like, you know, uh, these are local brands uh, for the most part. And, you know, small businesses that we're talking about that are taking advantage of Prime Day. So it is Amazon winning, but, uh, you know, the small brands in your community are winning, too, because of it. I just like I'll take a little extra second to, you know, let people know that um, the brands we're talking about are, are the, you know, the client down the street. So um, that being said, what can they prepare for? What can they do better? Um, well, we still have a lot of year left to go. We still have a lot of year left to go. We have Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you know, and everybody knows that the season just gets more compact and more compact because everything ships so fast. But it's going to be interesting if people are aware that um, shipping times are taking a really long time, if they start figuring that out, and then what's going to happen, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and ongoing towards Christmas is really when the e-commerce holiday is kind of compacted. It's not real extended like it used to be in brick and mortar, in my opinion. It's getting shorter. Uh, and now we still have that happening this year, but with longer ship times, it's going to change everything a little bit. So uh, I think it's going to throw off our expectations for the big days just a little bit. Um, I think it's going to extend the season. I think it's still going to be huge all around. Um, but instead of like a last minute two day prime shopping type of Christmas, 
or a holiday season, we're going to have to think a little bit ahead to get our stuff in time and took a little freedom with that one to run with it. But, you know, I think the brands that are still in the game this year need to think about that. And, uh, you know, I think another way to really win on Amazon this year is simply to have your product in stock. Don't run out. I think that's the number one way to win. <laughs> it's kind of hard to say. It's hard to sell it if you don't have it these days. You know, you, you know and it, I, I've been making fun of my own age quite a bit because, you know, when, when I was a kid, you know, the it, it was, you know, four weeks for shipping on things, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 just like goofy stuff. And, and I, you know, now it's it's so same day and. Uh, you know, we, we've spent a lot of time talking about businesses, companies, organizations, anything that have benefited from the pandemic. I would say Amazon has come out ahead uh, quite a bit. Love it or hate it. It's the truth. And, you know, I mean, some of it, you know, we I, if you listen to the show regularly, uh, first off, thanks. But, you know, you it. I'm not a big believer in luck. It's preparation and opportunity. And Amazon's put a significant amount, uh, made a significant investment in infrastructure, supply chain management, automation, technology, all of it. And then, you know, when shit happens, when you're ready, I, you know, it, it is what it is. And, um, you know, it's my, my, uh, the start, my co-founder at startup hustle, Matt Watson is, was the first person I ever heard say, Hey, uh, the people that make money during a gold rush are the people that are selling pickaxes. And, you know, they have the infrastructure, they have the utility, they have the marketplace and they control, they control that. And, you know, that's, that's the thing it's in, and you see these things come up. There's, I've talked to so many different founders, so many different startups. It's been such an interesting year. Uh, We're coming up on the three year anniversary of the show getting coming up on episode 500 yeah, yeah at some point i can't i was trying to figure that then i think that might be in 2020 i don't know i been too busy myself to, to sit down and figure that out but you know you can't you can't uh, so many different founders i've talked to that maybe at the beginning of the year were seeking direction and wanting to do stuff and then all of a sudden they've got something that's super in demand and it's been very interesting to watch how people have been able to flex that, how some people have been crushed by it, how some people have pivoted hard. Um, unfortunately, many aren't ma- going to make it, you know, and, and, and that's unfortunate in itself. So, you know, I mean, honestly, there's still ways to go with all this stuff. You got you know, and, and you talk about product sellers have to deal with, you know, that's a, the supply chain has been a, a freaking mess. Yep. A hundred percent. That's my biggest fear from where, from where I sit is if the logistics hold together, this country will be all right, in my opinion. Um, If we continue to go down this route and things get worse, the supply chain is fragile and it makes me nervous. Um, But it's super, super important. Amazon is a big, big part of that, whether you like it or not. And, you know, Amazon, from my perspective, has saved business after business after business that I'm working with to keep them in the game uh, during the pandemic. So, you know, everything is a blessing and a curse. You know, I'm super blessed and thankful to be in this space, but it didn't happen by accident. I've known this is the way we're going. And I've been, you know, leading the way saying, Hey, follow me, follow me, follow me. E-commerce is the way to go. Uh, it's lean, it's mean. Um, and you can find everything you want. You know, we get selection and we get choice and that's what, you know, that's what the people want. And, uh, 
so I see Amazon, you know, I spent a lot of long hours when all of this kind of stuff hit to be a resource to as many people as I could um, figure out what to do with my own business. I didn't know what exactly was going to happen or come down, come down the pipe. Um, so just thankful to be in a position to help others and, um, you know, make change, make some of the, make change for some of those businesses that are looking for it. Well, I was just down at your shop a couple of weeks ago and it looked quite vibrant there. In fact, so vibrant, we had a hard time recording the video that we needed to record because there was so much going on there. Um, that was an interesting day. We had planes, trains, automobiles, pigeons. Never happens. Like we're that. affected by pigeon. It, it did that day, and, and of, you know that's just Murphy's law. That's why why we laughed as entrepreneurs because something weird always goes wrong. And you know, it was like I was trying to record little ad inserts for just the other day, and I couldn't be in my own house without having a child screaming or crying or yelling or something like for more than sixty seconds. And I, God, I, why I, are you testing me? It was, well, it was unbelievable because when I, after I quit trying to record, then I suddenly it was tranquil and peaceful. So I'm trying to put one and two together there and really try to figure it out. So, you know, while you're here, man, it's been a while because, you know, I put you to work doing your own episodes of the show. So you haven't been a guest. So, you know, let's talk about that for a second. Might as well while we're here. How's, uh, how's your weekly show on Startup Hustle going? Man, I love it. Um, I have you know, some fans that reach out to me and are watching it regularly on Tuesdays and uh, appreciate the sport a lot. Uh, I know they're probably not here, but I'm, I'm trying to go live on my channel soon and we'll bring some of them into the fold. But uh, I'm just having fun reaching out and getting to know more. Some of them are my clients. Some of them are partners. Some of them uh, are meeting new people in Kansas City and, are, and around the Midwest that I've never met. Um, I'm having a lot of ch- a lot of fun just being... Uh, kind of open to to wherever the conversation goes and really learning from from all of our guests uh their perspective on all things e-commerce and amazon How, how's the full-scale team treating you oh my gosh i think we're impressing everybody with our our organization and and uh systems we have in place <laughs> we we have quite the assembly line for uh creating content that's uh that's been the observation uh you know, one other question. So, I mean, what's, what do you let everyone know? What, what's your plans with your startup hustle episodes in the future and going forward? You got anything yeah. up your sleeve? Yeah. So, um, you know, just continuing to, to push the conversation and um, try to get to know the why behind, behind people in different spaces. I think e-commerce is kind of the wild west of, of digital. And uh, I know I'm having fun out here and I know that everybody's kind of trailblazing that's out here trying to do something in e-commerce. So, I think a lot of people just have, uh, I've always wanted to do this from my own YouTube to finally getting the chance on startup to be a, ho- a host here. Um, I just want to shine light in the areas that people don't know about and, you know, kind of, uh, show e-commerce in a different light, a more positive light, uh, where I, where, you know, I love it. So I'm passionate about it and I want to be like, this is cool. And this is cool. And this is cool. And this isn't true. And this could actually be a blessing to your business, or this can be a, a big win for you next year. Um, so continuing to just bring guests that can tell their stories, um, how they've ended up where they are, uh, potentially share some of mine along the way, and um, ultimately get to introduce uh, everyone to my circle that I've been working on you know, for the last six, seven years. And uh, I'm really excited mainly because we've taken the host, or we've taken the show national, and uh, for me, you know, I'm still trying to get my uh, 
my foothold here in Kansas City as a younger entrepreneur. Uh, but I started really growing my network uh, nationally and internationally. And so the show gives me a chance to uh, maybe bring some people in that uh, we don't get to hear from that often or that bring a different perspective from Europe or uh, Amazon abroad. And I'm just having a lot of fun, I'll be honest. Yeah, and that's uh, you know it's 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 interesting because when we uh, I, I first had the idea and concept for the expanded host network over a year ago, and I realized you know you talk about being ready to handle it in your own supply chain and stuff like that. I realized we weren't ready to handle it, and we got some stuff smoothed out. And then as as we kept progressing and and time and doing different stuff, uh, the thing with us is. Uh, you know, myself and, and Watson, we wanted to change the format a little bit. And we realized that we weren't viewing entrepreneurship with as wide of a lens as we'd like to. And, you know, that we have another co-host uh, with Lauren Conaway, who's having a great time with everything. And, you know, her, her organization, Innovate Her, uh, has 3,500 women in it just here in Kansas City. And an interesting uh, fact with that is in full scale in our office in Cebu in the Philippines, we now have an Innovate Her chapter. So taking it worldwide, man, I worldwide. And yeah, yeah, we're, and you know, for those of you that, if you're unaware, you know, we, we're all in Kansas City, the 25th biggest media market in the country. It's not Hollywood here, it's not New York City. And we don't give a shit because the internet puts you everywhere. And, uh, yeah, we've always looked at this as a, as a worldwide production. So for those of you that are listening and all the people that have sent messages in, man, there's so many that and from so many cool places and just it just always surprises me and it humbles me and it's 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 pretty exciting and to be able to put you guys on the platform with us or I give you the speaker and be like you know, I've had people ask, they say, well, what, what was that all about? And I said, oh, we just created some basic rules. They're like, well, do you get into the shows? I'm like, I'm too busy doing my own. I, you know, I, it's, we leave, leave you two alone, let you guys talk about your journey and your, and your, uh, your everything. So, well, that's good. I'm glad I finally asked how it was going. I, I probably should have after about three months, right? I, I think I've only talked about drug, sex, and violence once. So everything else has been fantastic. <laughs> you're way, you're way behind, man. I mean, we've had Watson half drunk on an episode. We've, t I th think I probably just have my sixth episode about cannabis. So man, oh. you gotta, you gotta get your shit together, bro. Well, I could and, talk about, and, I could talk about cannabis and Amazon because I'm struggling right now uh, with a certain project yeah. I'm trying to launch and they got so many rules. It's uh, it feels like my hands are tied everywhere. Well, man, I'm glad you survived Prime Day. I, I'm good. glad you did. It's good to be here. You know, we have even, a, yeah. a few holidays ahead of us. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. It's early in the year. I really, really do. Uh, for anyone out there listening, whether it's live or, or when this is recorded, there's still time in the season to get yourself set up, to be ready to go. Um, happy to help you, give you advice, listen to the show, listen to the episodes. We're talking all things Amazon e-commerce and what to do in Q4. 2020 i think is going to end with a bang yeah and thanks again you know this is a special edition we're going to throw this up on the weekend for those of you that are regular listeners come to the startup hustle page on facebook just go to facebook enter startup hustle uh we're live streaming this stuff now we did that for a while on youtube and the pandemic kind of through bandwidth and 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 camera technology made it kind of inconsistent but we're back and we're stronger than ever we got a lot of really cool stuff up our sleeve uh, a lot of really cool stuff we got a big announcement coming here in, in uh 
third week of October. And Andrew knows what that is, but we can't talk about that yet because we still got plenty of people watching live. So Andrew, you know, I, I let you're the guest. So we got to end with the founders freestyle because that's what I do on my show. You, what advice can you give to founders that sell on Amazon? What do you got? Guys, just, uh, you know, take a deep breath. Honestly, take a deep breath. We're about to go on a little bit of a roller coaster, but it's going to be some fun. Uh, focus on what's important, which is, you know, like I said, keeping stuff in stock. If you need to run lean, run lean. I think this is the year that you do whatever you have to do. Uh, you just get it done. It's not about being perfect. It's just about getting it done. So to all those brand brand owners listening, just uh, buckle up, uh, get as ready as you can, and uh, let's have some fun. Well, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't at least throw some kind of brand mention in here. So today's episode of Startup Hustle was brought to you by Fullscale.io, the lord and overlord of Startup Hustle on many days. And thanks. I, I'm going to just say thanks to all the people at Fullscale. You know, that's the company. That's my actual full-time job. But you know, we have a whole bunch of people that help make this happen. And with this special edition, we made more work for them to happen on a short term. Because, you know, you got, we didn't think of this until yesterday, but uh, I'm glad we did it. It was interesting. So I want to take a second and we got to thank Joel, our CMO, uh, Johnny. I mean, Johnny, dude, I've been waiting you on that this, one. Johnny, you make this happen. I needed, I wanted to let Joel go first because he's older than Johnny. So I was being respectful, but Johnny makes this happen. Uh, Johnny's our creative director at Full Scale. Uh, he's like a Swiss army knife and has worked in and around my businesses for a long time. So let's, like, big hats off on that one. Uh, and then we, you know, we got, we got a whole bunch of people in the Philippines at our office in Cebu. Uh, uh, Joey, uh, you know, sends all, all messages and does so much coordination and, you know, there's a lot of moving parts when we want to record something five days a week and we got graphic designers and, and, and a bunch of different people that make this happen on a whole bunch of different levels. And, you know, I got to say, give a shout out to Mitch Lee in our office in Cebu. We got two Mitches there. We got Eric, got a whole bunch of people. And, you know, like we recognize everything that all of you do. So guys like me and Andrew can sit down and and probably get the attention where it's not deserved. So glad we could say give a shout out. And uh, you got anything to say to everyone on that one? I'll just echo your sentiments. Uh, you know, thank you. When I was saying uh, how smooth everything was running, I was really talking about the full scale team. Uh, but <laughs> but also, John, okay. yeah. but also to Johnny and Joel, uh, thanks for everything as well. Um, excited to be part of the team, and I know we're going to rock out some episodes. I got some fun stuff ahead. So uh, for everybody listening, just tune in if you're if you have any interest at all in e commerce. Um, we'll try to keep it fun, try to keep it interesting, and uh, try to give you guys value every time. So on the way out, Johnny, we will try not to break anything for a while. See you next time. See ya. Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time. We do it.